0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Marvel Roundtable. On this edition of the Marvel Roundtable, we're going back to Disney Plus and introducing a relatively new superhero, not just in the MCU, but also Marvel as well. We're going to take a look at what happens when Kamala Khan gets some intriguing supernatural powers and how, well, I guess Disney Plus does a Marvel show that actually feels like an actual Disney Plus show as we take a look at deep diving into Miss Marvel right here on the Marvel Roundtable. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marvel Roundtable right here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel. Of course, the Horny Goat Podcast Network, where you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platforms. You guys know me. I'm Connor, a.k.a. Mr. Marvel 613 and uh, we are once again here on the Marvel Roundtable, a show where we deep dive into every single show and movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm not alone. I have to drag my wonderful friends and family here with me. I've got, of course, uh, the power couple themselves, uh, JP and Heather, and, of course, everyone's favorite bear from upstairs, Kai. Canadian basement. How's it going, fam? Going well. Going well.
1: Wendy got me sick. Oh, yes, yeah. been, she got everybody sick in the house. But it, it, it is what it is. T- I just hope I don't care about me. I just hope she gets better. She's had a really nasty cough the last few days. It's kind of disheartening. You'll
0: my, probably hear it. You my, might hear it here. In, my daughter does see the same thing. Where like I background. think she's quiet. And then, no, seriously, my daughter's the same way right now. Where she's like hey dad like it's like super quiet like six in the morning like hey dad (laughs) 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 that's how i got woken up this morning
1: you a chain smoker the thing is is i went to get her some some cold medicine i'm starting to think that it's everybody's getting sick now because there is nothing in the stores for kids right now so every kid is just yeah but yeah, so we're going all right. One of the people on my sexy team actually has to have her daughter's back surgery postponed because all the beds are full of RSV
0: patients right oh, now. I heard that too. Jesus. So it's all good news across the board, right? Yeah. Yep. So before you begin, I'm not going to be here for too long. Okay. But I'm going to... Like when you watch my... it.
1: <laughs> I watched five minutes of this movie, this show. Five minutes.
0: This documentary, yeah. I'm
1: going to amend my statement. Of you know how I always say everybody should have died within the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to kill everybody in the show within the first five minutes, including myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there is <laughs> what I thought of the show. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll, I'll make sure to put put a duly noted on there. Uh, how how you holding up there, Basement?
2: I'm not too bad. The um glad better now that the show's fucking done.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not
2: that bad. To... At all. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, you know, just it's like I'll give my expert analysis as we move on. As JP farts in the elevator and walks out.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into Miss Marvel, which is a a very um. It's certainly different. Uh. I. I. You know, this is another one of those shows that, and another one of those Marvel properties in Phase Four. We're we're yet again introducing a new. Uh, character or genre and so this is uh
1: actually oh yeah that
0: too an entire culture on top of that so um miss marvel is also one of the newest uh heroes that was introduced in the marvel comics miss marvel has not been around that long i believe miss marvel was introduced sometime around 2014 so literally we have a character who's being introduced that was created midway through the marvel cinematic universe so it's kind of weir- i
2: wonder why they're introducing her i know
0: we all
2: know I we know. all know merchandise
0: <laughs> um merchandise clearly um it's, it's the big d, it, d- diversity d- d- i'm like I, I i i'm afraid to ask what that what that what that what that was but um <laughs> So, this is obviously, uh, you know, different genre, different character, all that stuff. This is literally, I think in Phase 4, we've had so many... Let's see, we've introduced Shang-Chi, the Eternals, uh, Moon Knight, and now Miss Marvel. And guess what, folks? This is not going to be the last character that's going to be introduced in the MCU in Phase 4. So, which I can't wait to discuss that one. We'll get there when we get there. But, um, first and foremost, we're going to throw it out to to Heather and Baseman here. Without going into too much details, what were your overall thoughts after watching Miss Marvel?
1: Yeah, ahead, Basement. You
2: can start. Oh, God. It's <laughs> um, going to much details. Uh, <laughs> I don't really... I don't know who this... Sh- I know who this show is made for. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it's a very big audience. It's
1: not. Because
2: it, it's not just young people. There's It's much more niche than that. And it's not young people. It's like a mix between, like, anyone between, I guess, eight to s- 20 or 16. That is a very specific um, culture. I mean, you can watch it as being a different culture, but it really leans heavily towards its cultural stuff, which I actually like in the show. Same. Um, too. Yes. But but it, it definitely is one of those that I can see a lot of people like missing the boat on or missing watching it. I'm not saying like, honestly, I didn't like this show. I'm just going to say that right now. It wasn't my real, really my cup of tea, but I'm not going to hate on it because it's not shit. In my honest opinion. That's like, pretty much all I can say without going like super deep. I'm
1: going to agree with Basement. I know this show was not created or my age group. Right. I'm not going to have that be the determining factor of it being complete shit. Because I don't think it was. But I'm going to amend Basement's age range there. I think this is a show that's more for anybody between 12 and 19. Close. And is uh, a girl. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, who knows nowadays.
1: Day, right. But at the end of the day, it's not a terrible show. I know it's not for me. It's just something I will not rewatch again. That's all.
0: Right. Um, I
2: appreciate certain aspects of it, and we'll go through those absolutely. aspects.
0: So I'll, I'll be very honest that I think I even said this to you guys. To you guys. I think you guys were the first ones I said this to where I'm like, this is clearly not for me. This is clearly not a show that is that is geared towards... 35-year-old, overweight, balding, straight, white male here. Okay. Uh, clearly, I'm not their target audience. Um, so I went into it with relatively low expectations, to be to be very Same. honest. And especially with um, the hits and misses we've gotten with Phase 4 so far, I think it was a safe bet to go in with low expectations. That being said, it definitely exceeded those low expectations. Um I'm not saying I'm not saying it is like the most, you know, (laughs) wonderful piece of of entertainment, but there was a lot that I enjoyed about it more so than I thought I was going to. Because, again, I had this preconceived notion that it was uh, it was like Lizzie McGuire meets Marvel. That's that's kind of the way I thought it was. That's the way the trailers presented it to be like it was going to be like. Oh man, what's Lizzie? What Lizzie? What's uh, Kamala gonna do with all these wacky powers and the boy she likes? Uh oh! Like it's
2: exactly the- how it was presented in the little preview. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's not that. Yes, no. there is that in there, but it's ne- it's, it's not, not the focus. It takes a right turn
0: pretty heavily halfway through, where it's like you know. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not a
1: really huge fan of that part. <laughs> It's really the only first two episodes that are like that, and the yeah. rest of it is it's more mature.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I, I like I said. I I <laughs> without making sure that I'm not, I'm saying like it's the greatest thing ever that Marvel's done. It's right. not. But I, I in my opinion, considering I was like this is not going to be for me. This is going to be you know for you know paint by numbers. There was aspects of it that I actually was like oh this is actually better than I expected it to be. But but I there's there's plenty to pick apart. This is what the Marvel Roundtable oh, yes. does. There's plenty yes. to pick apart. So, um, mm-hmm. there's really not much to talk about in terms of the uh, the pre-production side of things. Uh, you know, uh, there was discussions back in August of 2019 or actually even May of 2018 that a lot of people, especially Kevin Feige, were looking to push uh, Miss Marvel to come into the MCU especially since they were going to a- introduce Captain Marvel into its own movie in 2019, which we all remember the- well, I was going to say we all remember that movie, but Basement. Fucking watching, finished watching it, which, I remember the first 10 minutes <laughs> dude you're good you're fine um, so uh, the only thing you know it kind of goes on to detail about saying how they they started uh, uh, development on a Miss Marvel TV series for Disney Plus um, and how they were kind of getting together for both uh, the writers and the director the main thing I wanted to mention here and this is another uh, I think a big plus is Aman Valani who plays Kamala Khan is a absolute diehard nerd when it comes to the MCU. Um, So, just to give you an example and, and an idea, in the Marvel comics, right, the main universe is known as 616. So, in the multiverse, the main, main universe is 616. And diehard Marvel fans, never met one, uh... Refer to the MCU's universe as Universe One Nine 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 Nine. It's a stupid nerdy thing. Just hear me out. So Kamal uh, Vallani was interviewed for like the red carpet event. She's like, they're like, so do you think you're gonna be, uh, you know, uh, do you think uh, there's gonna be some craziness in the Six One Six universe? She goes, no, it's not that. It's it's the One Nine 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 Nine. And like the internet fucking blew up because she's like. She she knows what the fuck she's talking about. She's she's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But um, I I think that's just another fantastic little caveat that just adds on top of that. I've never. I think this is Aman's first. Um. I think this. I is think a, she made your breakthrough role. Yeah. I, I was gonna say. I don't think she's been in much else. Uh. She did. Yeah. She did a little bit of. Um. I guess she did like an independent film. Uh, back in 2021 but like this is like the first like really big big thing that she's broken out to i think she did a freaking pretty damn good job all things considered
2: it might be she is one of the best things in this show yeah um if you didn't have her the show would not work and it's proven with captain marvel Uh, (laughs) i like i kind of wish um especially for these like younger when they get the younger heroes um, they've been around long enough to kind of like have experienced all the MCU stuff right. on film as well. I kind of wish they gravitated to people that were in love with the source material more um, or at least willing to expose themselves to it. I hate when I hear uh, an actor is like, Oh yeah, I got cast to pay, play whatever the role is. It's like, I don't, I don't really, don't really know the source material. I've read the script. It's like, man, there's so much there that you can help. Like people are going to be looking for in We're, your character. Right. And I, well, that's
1: I, right. That's why also Henry Cavill works so well as Superman because he is a major superhero. nerd himself. Right.
2: That's also why he works so well as Geralt and now he left The Witcher and that shit is fucking dead in
0: the water. But by, by the way, I love the story that he was literally playing World of Warcraft when he got the call to become Superman and he literally missed the call. I just thought it was fucking, fucking <laughs> hilarious. But no, I, I agree with the sentiments of Basement of like, you know, you look at the MCU and not. Not everybody, obviously, but you have a lot of big name players as far as actors and actresses for the most part. There's a couple of, you know, in between up until this point, um, uh, introducing fresh new blood in terms of new actors or actresses or, or, or directors that people may not be uh, well aware of on a major scale. I think can be very uh, intriguing and something different and new. I never fucking heard of Tom Holland before before he took over the role of Spider-Man. But especially, in, I know we have different opinions of, of, of No Way Home and whatnot. But I still think he knocked it fucking out of the park in all of his roles as Spider-Man. Um whoever if heard is of he
1: is Spider-Man? If you listen to him in his fucking interviews outside of fucking movies, yeah, he's fucking
0: Peter Parker, <laughs> right? Uh, I was about to say, like, who ever heard of Benedict Cumberbatch? But no, uh, but no, uh, but but in all seriousness, like, there's a couple of, um, you know, act. Uh, they, uh, I never heard of C- I'm trying to remember. Is it Simu Liu, the guy who played uh, Shang Chi. Fucking yes. incredible! Like, it, uh, well, uh, I would, I would put, I think Kamala Khan
2: does a better job just because she has more to to do. I yeah. like character wise, Simu Lu is like a very he's, he's half a character.
0: Well, no, I mean like he. I, I'm talking I mean? just outside the MCU as well.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was in a couple other things. He was in the Expanse for ten seconds. <laughs> yeah.
0: Still yeah, yeah, still counts. Still counts. <laughs> but but I, my point is that I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with Basement sentiment in the in the fact of like you know introducing new characters and and people who know what the hell you know now that now the MCU is its fucking like massive its own thing. So um, to have someone with a source material and really uh, embrace it like she has yeah fucking imam Vellani is the absolute star and rightfully so of, of this series so just uh that's really the only big thing i'm gonna mention as far as the pre-production side so with that being said you guys ready to get into miss marvel that mm, yep can't still can't do that really nice phrase um <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. what I mean. let's go I'll get it all right let's... all right
2: let's Hope start to clown card this bitch Let... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm
0: Uh, Let's start with episode one. Uh, real, real quick, want to give the love to the chat, of course, we got real Cody, we got Federico in the chat, and we also got Alpha as well, thank you guys for uh, coming in here, let us know your thoughts Oh, what you guys thought of Miss Marvel, you guys had to check out the series. Uh, but we start off with episode one known as Generation Y, spelled Y-W-H-Y, uh, I like that, that's kind of clever wordplay, Marvel, I see what you did there. So Kamala Khan is introduced as a 16-year-old high school teenager from Jersey City, New Jersey, and a fangirl of the Avengers, particularly Carol Danvers Captain Marvel. After failing another driving test, Khan and her best friend Bruno create a plan to attend the Avenger Khan fan convention at Camp Lehi while avoiding Khan's parents' strict rule. Khan receives a package from her grandmother of objects her mother sees as junk, but Khan is enthralled by one of the objects, a golden bangle. She takes the bangle to the convention, intending to use it as part of her Captain Marvel cosplay. As she prepares to get on stage, Khan puts the bangle on, which grants her the ability to shoot energy constructs that end up causing havoc at the convention. Corelli, uh, or sorry, uh, Bruno uh, rushes Khan home where she is lectured by her mother. In the mid-credit scene, we do see the Department of Damage Control uh, watch a video of Khan's incident at the Avenger Khan. So this obviously we're right off the bat the with like just setting up everything as far as what's going on, the ground rules, blah blah blah. Um, you know, we were mentioning earlier about the idea. I was saying how like oh it was advertised like Lizzie McGuire esque, and and you know we said that was like that for a couple episodes. I did kind of like the animation style with like the, the the drawings and stuff at the beginning. I I thought that I thought that was kind of cool, at least for like the one one off moment.
1: There was so much of it going on in the background that it actually took attention away from what was actually happening within the scene with the characters. Oh, themselves. I meant just the
0: very beginning, beginning part where they're like showcasing like your you know her family. Yeah,
1: yeah the, op- the opening part. Yeah, that's fine. But carrying it through the entire episode and having little animations pop up everywhere behind her.
0: Yeah, that I uh, oh, I know. Things, it
2: went, yeah. I I liked it when it was like uh, when they use it in like the text message scenes. But yeah. like I know because oh, we yeah, we too. watched the first episode together, me and Heather. There was a part where she's riding her bike, and they're talking, and it's like you they're on the very the very low in the foreground, and like the background is huge. Yeah, and it's a bunch of paintings going through, and I'm like, man, I don't even know what the fuck that bitch just said. <laughs> I think I have no idea what it yeah. was that was spoken during that, that time frame. Um one thing I wanted to mention because um it's something I didn't really think of until you started talking about this show um in the first episode. Uh this is like a blipless world. Yeah. Which I kind of think that's a misstep like they don't refer to it in any way you've got oh, the youth oh, here yeah, you've got the youth yeah. here that would have been impacted heavily and it would definitely be part of their life it's a whole family and she's like yeah we're punjabi we roll deep i'm like you got fucking 500 people in your family and they none of them disappeared <laughs> we rolled
0: deep that's what in the show dude I know, it's, just, it's
1: just funny when it's said so fucking straight-faced by a white guy
0: um
2: but yep. that, like, I mean, it's, it's odd to me that they didn't include it in this.
0: It's, it's one of my biggest pet peeves about anything post-Endgame, and I, I fucking, I'll get on this, it's the same thing I've said before in, in other, in other shows we've well, done. a lot of other the other with...
2: shows refer to it, at least. This does, it never mentions it once. Hell, and fucking. And she's, a, she's a huge fan. Yep. There
1: are zero implications. They mention Thanos.
2: Yeah, she she's in love with a character that is literally has the least amount of screen time in the whole universe.
0: Yeah, that's the other part that I was I was a little confused about. I mean, I, I I get they're taking right out of the comics with with Miss Marvel being the fan of Captain Marvel, but in the MCU, it's it's a little bit of a head tilt because it's like Miss Marvel or excuse me, uh, Captain Marvel has not been on Earth much. Well, they make a point to say. And the
2: only thing she can refer to is the one instance of her breaking the Thanos ship. That's all she says, and from then on, she's like, "Oh my God." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I because wasn't her whole existence in the 80s like this was the point. The first episode, I was immediately like, "What the? F-? Why would you be a fan of hers?" Oh, but trust me, you with- can be a fan of whoever you want, I guess.
0: So, and the other thing to note too is, and we'll get into this with the, with the bangle and the powers and stuff. Uh, this is once again Marvel taking a uh, a pivot and a deviation from the source material because in the comics, Miss Marvel is an Inhuman that uh, comes from a Terrigen Mist. So, in the comics, the Inhumans release a uh, or uh, there's a Terrigen Mist that basically creates uh, Inhumans, which basically think of like. Uh, mutants on wish.com that create different powers in different people. And clearly uh, Marvel, the MCU hates the inhumans <laughs> between Black Bolt dying and Miss Marvel just not becoming a, an inhuman. Uh, they're under,
2: it's because they're going to go with the mutant angle for fucking spoilers. They can't have.
0: I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're going to get there. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly why, right. which I'm, we'll, we'll get into when we get to the last episode, but I am. All in favor of that for many reasons. We'll talk about that, but um, but uh, yeah, I talk about like this. Definitely felt like this is why I'm like, oh, this is definitely a Disney show because like the, it, it had has. it had like the Disney tropes, like fucking like how, like uh, the, the special or the way it was presented, whatnot. Um, I don't give a shit. I think the fucking I think the family's fucking hilarious.
2: Oh God, yes.
0: Um, father-
2: I think, okay, one thing you'll okay if you haven't seen the show. There's not a real person in the show. They're all, like, characters of, like, things, right? So as soon as you accept that, all the characters are fun. I actually, like, I will give credit where credit is due in this show. They don't make, like, they don't make all the men bumbling idiots. Yes. Yep. I really enjoyed that. And they don't make all the, like, none of, all the characters seem relatively fleshed out enough so that I enjoy all of them. At least the ones that are on screen for enough time to be there, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm like, how can you make a show like this, and I have so many fucking other places where you're just they're carbon cutouts, and we just watched fucking Doctor Strange, and America Chavez is not even a human being; she's nothing. he's a star in here you can in here you can have
1: feel like yes they're characters but you know what there's still somebody you can bump into on the fucking street
2: man I had more attachment to her brother who has less screen time than America Chavez in her own movie yeah (laughs) like come on man so this
0: is this is this goes back to why I wanted to do this series here on the channel in the first place is because it is fascinating how Marvel can do some amazing things when done right and then just not
2: (laughs) I also think they really heavily, like th- there's art direction in the show that I think is actually very good. I'm not going to, like CGI, I think it's shit all around. But and, and like, I mean, they don't use it too much until the end of this one. Um, But there's, when we, as we go through the episodes, I have really, like the art direction, the coloring and stuff in this is, is actually very good. Yep. Yeah. As a whole, the family aspect is great. Um, And I like how they like leave tidbits and it's very like, Man, I've been in a million fucking brown houses in my time. And, like, they're all <laughs> they are brown all people. Exactly like, they're all like that. this. Man. I'm telling you. Very, very, like, to the to the point. And, I mean, it, even, like, as the show goes on, they, they this true with, like, the aunties and the uncles and all that, yeah. right? Um, very much true.
1: Especially, especially with the Indian and the Pakistani culture. If you sit there and you call them auntie and uncle, it's a sign of respect.
0: Right. Yeah. that's so there's that's another part of it too and we might as well just deep dive in this part um i knew little to nothing about the pakistani indian culture i mean i knew a, a very a very very minute detail and as we get into the show th- they do a pretty damn good job of not only like educating slash teaching people who know nothing about the culture a little bit and but but they do it in a way in my opinion that is relatively well balanced without going oh, yeah. too they they're,
2: they're, they're very um delicate with certain things like it, it's a very yeah. Disney-fied version of oh, yeah. like a pakistani household right. and but, like the thing like when they get when the things they do are right but obviously they're not there to show like the the bad side of the, the household. right right <laughs> yeah. All right, but I mean, I, I like I've have I like I said, I grew up. Most of my friends are Indian. A couple of them are Pakistani. And most a couple of them are Muslim, and I grew up like staying at their houses, going to their place, talking with their parents, and it's very accurate, <laughs> Red, to be honest. On the nose, yeah. <laughs> no, it's accurate. Like for the most part, it, it's, uh, once I accept, it's a Disney show
0: yeah yeah it's accurate
2: it's accurate you know
0: um another thing just to kind of note again this is this is marvel taking a deviation from this and i'm not sure if you guys well you know because you've seen me play the avengers game a little bit that miss marvel's powers are also a little different too so she's not she is not the mr fantastic stretching and in bigging
2: power like i prefer this to be honest
0: i do too (laughs) i really do
2: too just visually the other way would look bad i have a feeling.
0: (laughs) So you know, you said like the CGI was shit. We we kind of we kind of broke apart. We're we're not too kind to the CGI here on this round table sometimes. So I think if if for nothing else, uh, if for not nothing else, that would be uh, I think that was a smart move. Plus, it gives more um, it gives more uh, in my opinion, like a little bit more room for flexibility, for creativity, for uh, for things you can do in the future. Maybe not so much in this series, obviously, because they're just like. Introducing us in the character to these powers But I think uh, Yeah, I definitely prefer I prefer the crystal or the energy um, Manipulation stuff yeah. But um, But first episode, not not too shabby Kind of gets things, you know kinda...
2: oh, A very like uh, This one was kind of like too teen, teeny Bopper type I was like very worried it was going to go the school angle And the unrequented life uh, uh, Love of I... like the, the white kid I can't remember his name I
0: was in the, re- yeah. I was Brian. Re- What's that? Did you, did you say Brian?
2: <laughs>
1: no, <I said> Bruno.
0: <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. So
1: I, I had, after the first episode, I had the same trepidicious. Yeah. Of thoughts going into episode two. It's like, Oh my God, she's too bubbly. She's way too fucking bubbly for me.
2: And I, like, I think like with Kamala Khan, she really sticks. The fun aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. She, struggles a bit more with the serious aspect and that just might be because she's the first time
1: How Young and so bubbly yeah
2: about. well she, she it's her it's not her first acting gig but she's relatively new to the game she doesn't have the range of a tom holland let's
0: just say that. No. no not yeah yeah yeah, yeah i was say not yet i i tom holland's had a lot of acting gigs i was so. about to say yeah that, that's different so anyway, we move on to episode number two, which is just called "Crushed." So Kamala Khan begins training to control her powers with the help of Bruno, who, dis- who deduces that the bangle activated Khan's powers, which came from within her. Dissatisfied with the male-dominated leadership of their mosque board, Khan's friend Nakia decides to stand for elections. Khan, but uh, Khan, Bruno, and uh, Nakita. Uh, attend a party, or sorry, Nakia. Attend a party organized by Zoe Zimmer, where they meet uh, Kamran, a, Br- a new British-Pakistani senior at school. The party is cut short by the police, but Khan manages to make friends with Kamran. Uh, sorry, I'm losing my track here with all these freaking notes. Uh, Bruno becomes frustrated when Khan, inf- infatuated with Kamran, chooses to spend time with him instead of training. After having a vision of a mysterious woman and blacking out during family dinner, K- uh, Kamala Khan asks her grandmother Sana and Mun- Muniba. I hope I'm saying these names right. I'm sorry about Khan's great grandmother Aisha, the original owner of the bangle, but both dismiss her. Yusuf says that young Sana had lost her way in the violence of the partition of India but was able to find her father almost mysteriously. After questioning Zimmer about her savior at Avengercon, the Department of Damage Control agents uh, order a sweep around the tri-state area targeting South Asian communities at the annual Eid al-Adha. I'm sorry if I'm getting these wrong. I'm sure I'm going to of these names so I apologize uh, after the Eid al-Adha celebration a young boy slips from a balcony and almost falls before Khan rescues him from us- uh, rescues him using her powers. She momentarily falters after having another vision of the woman but Khan is then followed by the DODC drones and agents led by an agent who attempts to apprehend her but Kamran helps her escape in his car and introduces Khan to his mother, the woman in her visions. who Talk about fucking exposition in this one.
1: That was everything unloaded, like right in your face, right the fuck away. Yeah,
0: I remember. I remember when we, when I was watching this one, I was just like, "Fucking hell!" Like I, I felt like I needed to take notes just to like casually enjoy it, let alone fucking review yeah. it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, this episode, as I said, by the time they got to this point, got to that point of her being more about the training of her powers, and the flashback, and hearing about the partition and where the Bengals origins were, it. I warmed up a bit more to the show. Right. So it's like, okay, thank God it's not going to all be high school.
0: <laughs> Almost <laughs> like it
2: doesn't need six episodes to get there.
1: Exactly.
2: Marvel. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, it, it got to the point right away and it put her in that spot of, oh shit, I'm going to be finding out more about myself and my family than I ever thought I would. And it's going the second episode.
2: I know it's like paint by numbers to see like these people that get superheroes, try out their powers and try to hone their skills. But it's so needed in my mind, like skipping it over or not doing it is such a misstep for me because you can't just, it just automatically be great at everything. Um, So I love the fact that she struggled with it. Yeah. It's a montage, but I'd rather have a montage than nothing You're at nothing. all. So I did enjoy that part of it. Um,
0: Plus it the, fits in my mind <laughs> with the character too, that she's a fucking high school kid. Like she's 16 and yeah. it's like fucking, eh, you know? So, I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I uh as much as like a lot of like um we got a lot. We did get a lot. Um, <laughs> it's funny. When I remember Heather was kind of messaging me when she was starting to watch and she <laughs> she basically insinuated that she was like groaning a little bit at the first. And I'm like, heads up, um, it's paced a little bit like Moon Knight. But I will say that they give a lot more in this show than they did at Moon Knight at this point in time
1: i
2: was just gonna i was
0: just gonna say this was paced better
2: with the information than moon knight was yeah it's it's actually a i i like the pacing for the majority Mm -hmm. there's like one thing i will bitch about later but uh the the pacing like the the fact that like the first episode needs to like they need to establish so many people Mm -hmm. and it does that the second episode kind of get puts the puts more of like the story into the forefront it's at this point I was like, you know what? Maybe I th- I do have a chance to continue, and finish this show. Yeah. So like, good on them for the way that they handled that. Uh, I was like, as soon as I saw the fucking Kamran do an 850 off the top rope, I was like, this guy's gonna be a bad guy, isn't he?
0: <laughs> Making <Maybe> 2K22. <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't know how to feel about Kamran at first. I knew it was either gonna be like. He's either it's i I thought honestly it might have been like a classic trope of like. I, I gotta like I'm gonna go out on the date with the boy, but this stuff's happening, and I gotta like I, I almost felt like it was gonna be like Spider Man ask with Mary Jane at first, you know what I mean? Like we're like
1: You're trying she, to balance romance, life, and yeah, zero. I was zero. a
0: little, so, so despite that, like they went a little bit more of like oh he's part of whatever. I didn't mind that so much because for some reason I had this weird conditioning in my head that I thought they were gonna go the route of Spider Man with with the with the love interest. So I'm kinda I say kinda just because at this point. Kinda okay with it. It's later on I have a little bit of problem with it, but which we'll get into the bit. Um, the idea of the the so Department of Damage Control. What the fuck is up? Stick up their asses.
2: It, I fucking hated. This is one thing I hated about this show.
0: Like it almost felt uh. extremely. I was thinking about this like when when preparing for for tonight. They're almost not needed at all.
1: No, they're not. They weren't needed for Spider Man either, in my opinion
2: there's are they're, they're repre- like this is the thing yeah. that really it pissed me off about the show because first of all they were lame ass fucking stand-in villains so, second of all it's like do you really have to like put the extra sauce on top of them being a uh, racist-esque well, <laughs> that that was yeah. like oh my god well, and well, really i think the show could have gone on without
0: that i know it's just... Or just they, such a, they, they have no character, except... I, w- I would have preferred, personally, A, that it was sword and not Department of Damage Control. B, you didn't need a fucking army. You didn't need all these fucking people. Like, it, I felt like it was, like, fucking, like, <gasps> S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's the Department of Damage Control. It's not like if you're gonna tell that story about like having. I, I get where basement's coming from, where it's like oh, you don't even need like you know like ah oh, evil like corporation onto or evil like you know organization. I agree, but if you're gonna go that route, like they 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 didn't. I feel like they put like they they like oh let's take this small little thing and fucking shove it into tenth gear. Like I felt like it was way too much and um, and like almost unnecessary. Like it's fine if you have like sword looking for her, right? you don't need to go like i would have preferred
2: because the okay, the one thing that this show does really well and why i think i like it more than i would have is it's small scale yeah. yeah yeah then you have this fucking army that, coming that's after yes. it's it, like it just doesn't fit uh the characters i don't i don't like they they're meant to not be liked but they're so blatantly underwritten Dude. she's just oh, i'll stop at nothing because i'm vaguely racist and yeah, i'm not I... even like why am i even in this job second why the fuck do they have like sound weapons or whatever when <laughs> like hulk why don't you know, think why don't they? yeah well he's the only
0: person well i mean it, fucking it's it it's the best way to neutralize somebody without using bullets or anything like that
2: yeah why in time where the fucking police are using bullets <laughs> right beside them like and you have these guys with these sound weapons and there's okay we'll get to it but there is like i, I i'm i'm really curious how strong these fucking things are because yeah, in some they cases they just they first, knock they people actually, down
1: they first introduced it with hulk
2: no i know i know but like in some cases like this assault rifle version knocks somebody to the floor in other ca- cases it blasts through a wall so like what is is there like a fucking setting on it or like is it just
0: oh shit tom put it i know i know
2: i know they're i know they're using it so that they don't have to use bullets in this fucking show then they end up using bullets anyway (laughs) Uh, yeah it just makes damage control look like a bunch of fucking dweebs well that's that
0: that was my big point is like the department of damage control worked in spider-man uh homecoming be, because it fit with the story you're telling of of fucking tombs being a former, you know, like it it fit, yeah. it made sense. There, there, like this doesn't. This
2: they just doesn't... get like a, a video online. It's like time to assemble. Can
0: you... <laughs> we also just
1: talk about the fact that they got the whitest woman on the fucking planet and gave her yeah, the most Indian name they could possibly think of with Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sadie Deaver. I, That's okay. I, I hated I, everything.
1: But it, it, was, did she she was approaching Umbridge levels for me. The, I didn't it, the guy
2: Umbridge is like Umbridge is like good acting and like yeah. I should hate them. <laughs> this is like just written poorly and dislike the, the 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 guy on the phone you're talking about, the like yeah. upper agent. Yeah. Yeah, he, I didn't he, mind he, him, but all he did was pick up the phone and yell and she was like whatever that's why in my <laughs> i
0: guess i'm doing my thing but but it just it's like you have you have so many different avenues you can go with this and and if, and if you're gonna if you're gonna try and pile stuff on top even even if it's for the fucking finale sake right you didn't have in my opinion you didn't have to make it so overblown i know it's marvel marvel tends to do this a lot i'm not dismissing that i'm just saying is that especially for a disney plus show that For otherwise gets the tone, environment, and pacing pretty on point here. It just seems like an extra cog in the wheel. It's like freeze, the nuke's coming. What the fuck? Like it just, it just seems very out of
2: field. It it makes it so much worse. Like just to give anybody that hasn't seen this the stakes. She she basically like saves uh, some kid from falling. Okay, that's very fucking bottom level shit. Uh, it's that and it's family drama and it's where she fits into the world and how to use her powers and when to use them and then there's a fucking army (laughs) that comes after her for saving a kid from falling
0: it's like shitty teen Batman
1: (laughs) I'm gonna say this right now before we get there if they had left this show without the department of uh, damage Mm. control and left it at the second to last episode I would
2: have been fine with it. I actually agree with that
0: much to remember, more. I'm, I'm to remember what like, happens in the second so, last episode. So, the,
2: the second last episode is the. Uh, okay.
0: No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. There's
1: yeah. Yeah. for me right there.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm I, right there. Well, I mean, hell. The
2: thing is, they want it. Like, this, there's two stories, two distinct stories that are told in this show. And it frustrates me because they needed to be more interwoven they're very separate yes yes and yeah. it sucks because one is almost being told for we have to tell what's uh, had to we had to tell one for the like 12 year old white girls yeah <laughs> and then we have to tell one for the 12 year old pakistani audience that's <laughs> like okay but like i mean i enjoyed both stories to a point enough to watch it yeah, yeah. but uh, i will say there's things i hated about about both almost mm-hmm. equally and for this side of the story it's the damage control people i hate yep. there's yeah. like
1: hundred fucking percent
2: right they did there not
1: need damage control past homecoming
2: i would have rather had like a small group of fucking technically fbi agents or whatever I mean, sword like agents would, just Ross hunting them. from black panther for fuck's sake yeah.
0: exactly just, yeah
2: just get just give a couple people out there looking for them that's it
0: yeah, I well, I mean, I I get I get why, you know, you have the, the big fucking fight and shootout like, okay, you use them at the end. You, you don't, don't really
2: need that. Compa- they already the had guys. that. I I know. The last they also had that in the last episode for some other reason. You know what I mean? Like Money. you didn't need the cops and you no, know, but you didn't need the cops and the fucking you didn't need that whole big showing. I I But I, I, uh, I we'll, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. Um yeah so I guess we might as well move on to episode three episode three I was waiting for thing to load known as destined right yeah destined so uh Nam uh, not Najma there we go Najma there we go explains that she and Cameron are part of a group of enhanced beings known as the clandestines or Jin who were exiled from the Noor dimension and that Aisha was one of them so again just kind of paraphrase here and just make sure we're all on the same page with this fucking family tree that's woven like crazy referring to kamala's great-grandmother was a jinn who was part of this uh, the clandestines group so she now introduced to kamran her love interest and kamran's mother who is also part of that group uh she also reveals that the bangle might be able to help them return to the nor dimension and ask for kamala khan's help I just remembered this episode, and now I'm going to be, I'm going to go off on a tirade a little bit later on. Kamala agrees, but Bruno warns her that the interdimensional travel could be dangerous. No fucking shit. So she asks Kamran for one more time to ensure, or sorry, for more time to ensure that they can do it safely. Kamran assents, but Najm, I keep getting this name wrong. But no. Najma refused to wait and decides to force Kamala to help them. Kamala's brother, Anamir, marries his fiancée, Tisha, but Kamran advi- arrives at the wedding to warn Kamala before the other clandestines arrived. Kamala, Bruno, and Kamran are overpowered by the clandestines, while Najma tries to use, tries to use the bangle, which triggers a vision of a train. The wonderful DODC agents arrive and capture the clandestines, including Kamran. As Kamala and Bruno escape, Nakia uh, sees Kamala using her powers. Sana contacts Kamala, revealing that she also saw the vision of the train and insisting that Kamala and Muniba visit her in Karachi. Karachi. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Oh, I fucking hate this episode.
1: Um, I'm just going to say this right now. The five minutes of the dance between the mother and the father and then her and her friends is the 5 minutes JP
0: saw and wanted to kill everybody. So there there there, there is I love the idea of 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 in interweaving the wedding into the into the into the episode. I'm all in favor of that again. It's again white straight white guy here being introduced to this culture. Love it. I, it makes me want to go to one of these weddings, to be very fucking honest with yeah,
1: you. They are they really they, are they, that they much. They fun. look
0: like a blast. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 it's
2: like a show. But... Yeah. yeah, I get
0: it. Uh, yeah. But um <laughs> sorry, I just love basement just doing the neh. um so we get a little bit more of oh, okay, now now we're getting the the real antagonist of the story here. But but what fear <laughs> I get it, it's six episodes, and this is where I say the pacing for the most part works. They fucking pivot on changing their mind about fucking Kamala being like, oh great, you can help us, can I have a little bit more time? No. Nope.
2: <laughs> that pissed me the fuck that, off. That's, that's... It, it went from 0 to 100 over like I mean it does and villain minds. It doesn't even make fucking sense. Yes. Because like, it like they would have gotten what they wanted if they just were like why did it have to ha- did it have to happen in 2 seconds? There was no reason. Yeah. Behind and he's like, "Well, she just needs more time." So no, like, we waited long enough. No, we've waited, we waited. What the fuck? That's literally the reason.
1: Waited long enough is we have no more time, bitch. Um, you've been there since nineteen forty fucking two. What I, do you mean? There's no time.
2: This is the other side of the coin for me. I really did not like this villain troop. Uh, me personally, no, I, I did work not work like it. Me. They, they. Well, the thing is, they start off all of their characters change because they're all faking everything. The guy shows up and he's like, oh, he likes all of the things that, uh, the, the he picks the weirdest things from the human culture to like or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's an opinion. The next fucking t- 18 times we see this guy, he doesn't speak. He just, his tongue is out of his mouth and he's like slobbering to beat someone to death. He, he's saved like, oh, he's what saved the fuck? I hated him so,
0: the most. So what's, what's, what's really even more infuriating about this for me anyway, is the fact that, I'm pretty sure the next episode, we get a pretty crystal clear idea as to why Kamala can't help them. I would have much rather preferred Kamala find that out first, tells them why she can't help them. There's your fucking conflict. You don't need to fucking force this. Like. one episode off. They were one fucking episode off. Like, But, like...
1: It, it, it's just literally flipping. Ah, like, it,
0: it was right fucking there. Like, you didn't have to... You you literally did not have to have that happen at this point in time. You could have easily had this, like, oh, and then she she goes to Karachi, then she discovers why she can't help them, and, and it, it just fucking... Uh. I, I,
2: I mean, the, 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 the villains, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, the villains in this are are
0: not they're
2: terribly written.
0: Yeah, they're they're the they're probably the they're probably the biggest chink in this whole thing.
2: They are. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I did
1: with this whole thing is just you get this episode <clears throat> and one one thing that I want to talk about from the episode before is how the fuck does Bruno have technology to scan oh, yeah.
2: Br- Bruno her body is
1: and track the power It's ridiculous. For Bruno, her body using yeah. a fucking iPad.
2: Yeah, the the the, the yeah, amount of uh, Bruno. the amount of and this is where you could easily add oh, ever since the aliens attacked. Yeah. You know? These just end- like the small little tidbits that could just fix the nagging terribleness of being like, oh, I'm just going to have to assume this 16-year-old kid is the smartest fucking human being alive with all the technology in the world. With all the technology in the world, with no family, he runs a fucking convenience shop that he also... Affords to live above while going to school and learning every fucking thing in the fucking universe. He is not a character that could ever exist. <laughs> he is you like that. I hated him.
1: And getting into a pre-education program with Cal fucking Tech.
2: Yeah, Br- 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 Bruno is like the the most ridiculous amalgamation. He's, uh, he's like a Swiss Army. Yeah, he's Swiss Army knife. Yeah, he plot is. convenience.
1: But then you get this episode where she, that you, and and Najimi flips on a fucking dime and gives her son the evil eye. No, we need to fucking do it now. This is not your home. So you can't be in love with her and we're going the fuck home. Come on back. Go up there. No, go up there. this, This was the downward slope before we get. Back up again because the next episode doesn't fucking help it, yeah. in my opinion.
2: By the way, no, I actually liked the first two. Like the first two episodes, even though they were like establishing, I kind of liked them more than some things that happen in the rest of the episodes. <laughs> there's some good in the rest, but
1: there is some good, yes, absolutely.
0: By the way, however,
1: <laughs> there's just. They had the pacing down great, and then they're like, "Okay, fast forward." <laughs>
0: it, they, yeah, it, it's they slow down and they fast forward through like very weird. They they, they,
2: they try they, to fit too much in this, this six episode this show, show is puberty incarnate.
0: incarnate. It doesn't know what to do and what it wants to do. Well,
2: like they needed to drop. In all honesty, they needed to drop the the fucking what is it, DOD or the d- department? Yeah, yeah they DODC. need to drop them entirely. If they did, they'd have more time for this to build, and also like. I hate the fact that they're like a, f- a group of like five people where one, there's only one that's actually a character.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> I guess her and Cameron, there's only two. The uh, the rest
0: are like, you could have switched out some of the other people's voices. Useless. and nobody would have given a fucking, yeah. fucking notice. One thing I did want to bring up too, that I forgot to mention before was, um, was Nakia, which is, um, Kamala's friend from the synagogue and from the, from the mosque. um, I kind of, you know, she did the side story where she's basically running for being the president. I want to say of the of the or the. Board I think she's
2: being a, a, a board member because they're all member. male.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I I understand what they're trying to do there. Again, wink, wink. Yeah, but I think I kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't like overly over the top, shove it down what your throat.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. The things that you might think, and this is what I was worried about the show doing being like super hand fisted with a lot of its like topics. It actually treads pretty well. Yeah. With yeah. most of them. Yeah. And th- therefore there's no way I can hate it.
0: Well the, For that. For the
1: <laughs> For those for those issues that they have a lot of trouble with in other shows. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And so so that's why I'm I, I just wanted to mention that because like it's, again, part of the whole, like, oh, we got to keep the power secret thing, but it's another aspect of the Pakistani culture, uh, but I really enjoyed the subtlety of it to the point where it was obviously suddenly different, like, whoa, a woman's writing for the... But it wasn't down our fucking throats about it. You so, know
2: why they won't do that? Because they can't portray that culture poorly. There you yeah. go. I'm telling you, like, they they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. they re- they're really delicate with this because they want to appease both people of that culture and i mean people I... that are looking for like but they they this thing they did it, it's fine by me right they do it right yeah. and I, therefore not going to so like
1: it should be done in every fucking movie not just marvel every fucking movie what is this
2: Miss yeah. marvel there, not available
0: I... in the uk I, sorry anyway go ahead. <laughs>
2: there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with like trying to do we're doing what they did they just did it respectfully enough that right. I don't have any issue with it right. whatsoever. It's actually in the sad part is I have to give it fucking bonus stars because they were able to do that. Where it yeah. shouldn't even be a fucking issue, but hey. Actually, well <laughs> yeah. I was gonna
0: say the the only th- I mean, it's not obviously uh it's not a um Oh, Jesus. It's not a negative representation of the culture, but that's why I kind of also and we'll get into it in the next couple episodes with the partition of India. I was actually kinda like, wow, okay, they're gonna they're gonna I mean obviously they they,
1: they kinda went there. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Right. Right. It's not like They they, they, they... they kinda they kinda go everywhere. It's like, oh man, that's just as bad as that weird German guy with the mustache. It's like like you you know what I mean? Like it's that vague like we can't (laughs) we can't talk about like They're burning my roses. Who are they (laughs) Who are they talking about? Uh, Um uh no that some some guy must be distracted they said he's stalin that's not <laughs> that's what they meant but um, but moving on we're going to go to episode 4 uh, known as Seeing Red so Kamala Khan and her mother Muniba travel to Karachi Pakistan and reunite with her grandmother Sana who re- later reveals to Khan that the bangle is trying to convey a message through the vision of the train the next day the masked Kamala Khan goes to the train station to investigate but is attacked by Karim, a member of the Red Daggers vigilante group who initially mistakes her for one of the the clandestines kareem takes khan to the red daggers hideout as you do where kamala learns from their leader walid that the clandestines are trying to break the veil of the Noor dimension which separates the djinn or the djinn's dimension from the human world in order to expand and take over the clandestines escape the dodc's uh, supermax prison but their leader namja abandons her son kamran way to go uh for helping kamala khan Kabbalah begins training with the red daggers to master her powers, but of course they are interrupted by the clandestines, which by the way, I'm not sure if I remember the time frame in terms of like the jump, but like, holy fucking shit how fast the clandestines got to exactly where she was in such a short amount of time.
2: I've got so much wrong with this episode. This is probably the worst This is probably the worst episode of the show, to be honest.
0: As a chase ensues during which Waleed kills one of the clandestines, but is of course fatally stabbed by uh, Najma. As Khan and Kareem fends off the clandestines, Kareem kills one of them, and Naj- Najma accidentally stabs the bangle, sending Khan into a vision of the partition of India. I love the setup. I thought the ending of this episode was probably the best thing in terms yeah, of the setup. The
1: setup going into this, which should have been the fucking finale.
0: Beautiful. Uh, yeah. The fucking one. That's so much.
1: How long <laughs> has it been since she got the bangle and realized it had powers to... Finding the Red Dagger guy. Can, can I, has it been that she's actually that much more in control of the fucking bangle?
0: Yep. So, so, so can I just, for the record, um, I'm currently working on, I think I tweeted this out, I think Heather actually responded. I'm currently working on a list of where all characters in MCU stand following the events of Black Panther Wakanda Forever once I see it this weekend. Uh, and can I just say that like Phase 4's time frame is fucked because yes. I don't know when or where anything is happening. Um, I mean, where, obviously, physically, but like when, yes. with the exception of. With the obviously Black, with, with the the B- Black Widow and Doctor Strange, that they happen after certain events. Other than that. God fuck to death knows when anything's fucking happening as far as in between. So, I, I share your frustration as far as like the, the, just just the timetable in this episode alone.
1: And oh. then to go not, not only that with this going into the hideout and meeting Walid, he instantly knows that she is the great granddaughter.
0: Yep. Plot convenience.
2: Plot convenience. Oh, fucking Christ this episode should have been renamed plot convenience to be honest because okay, yes first of all she's like you, the, the last episode ends she's like you guys have to come to karachi she's not on great extremely great terms with her mom the next scene they're in a plane together like her mom's character is completely different starting here <laughs> like she she like she leaves behind the um I guess like the strict Indian mother. Yes. And like the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more about how you're presented than how you are. Mm-hmm. That type yeah. person. She yeah. leaves that behind like that and becomes that, a different person yeah. immediately. And it's, I'm like the fuck. Okay. I guess we're just going to have to accept that this is happening now.
0: No, I, because
2: I, they I, want to get this story somewhere. Also like they go and visit her mom's mom, their grandma. Right. Who, yeah. Who Who is like, I, I get, like, she's technolog- technologically, like, she doesn't know what she's doing. But she knows how a fucking phone works, for Christ's sake. She comes off like she doesn't know how a phone... I was thinking they're gonna go meet up with someone demented. Like, like the way that she was acting in the first couple... Like ah, 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 She just run on sentences. And then they end up there, and I'm she's, like, perfectly here. fine. I'm some she, then she's perfectly fine. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Am I missing something? Was there, like, complete character rewrites on the plane maybe turbulence that that was that was terrible the uh the fact that fucking the clandestine people just okay i have to believe they escaped from this underground prison that they were being put in mm-hmm. does had water yeah okay they escaped from there they are criminals yep they're able to fly yep First, to a location and not be stopped. Mm-hmm. We they get there overnight apparently. Uh yep, red eye. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's so like I mean the the come on. Like I I feel like I would have preferred and I know they probably went they went to Karachi cuz they want to show more of the culture. I would have preferred if the grandma just came to fucking New Jersey or wherever the fuck they are. And done the story there, just because it, it there's so many weird plot shit that happens because she goes to Karachi. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any
0: fucking sense. <laughs> I I like I like the fact that she went to Karachi, but you're right. Like in terms of like the grander scope of everything, like, come to Karachi. Why? Because I said so. Deal. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. That, that that was.
2: They're also like I mean, they're, they're, every single fucking person in this movie. Is super rich. Even the guy that has no parents that lives above a fucking convenience store.
0: Well, you click on the great Like money
2: money is not like they're all fucking she goes there, they're in a gated community, they driving around in Lexuses and fucking shit and she, And then and there's a point in this where she's like, Well, there was a time where he had to work for ten cents on the dollar or whatever. I'm like Okay, and now where? you're just Uber rich, able to <laughs> able to like get up and go at the drop of a dime to Karachi. Yeah cool
0: okay I, I mean I, I did like the, I did like them going to Karachi though for like if anything to kind of if anything to set up slash explore a little bit more of the backstory but you're right in terms of the plot convenience of everything it was just like uh, okay and Dude, I, I love the setting like yeah. I mean like uh, the 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 like the actual
2: work that they put into like costume design set design is really good some of the best stuff that Marvel's done
1: mm-hmm.
2: which uh, I have to give kudos to uh, we also have I have
1: a question, I have a question about the map though that while lead was playing around with.
2: Oh fuck that thing.
1: <laughs> How the fuck can somebody who is in our dimension mm-hmm. make a map of something that's in another dimension? When in the towards the end of this episode No, I'm sorry, towards the end of the next episode. Mm-hmm crossing dimensions is not the best of choices
2: doesn't make any sense i mean
0: the Nord dimension was just a vague purple thing anyway that they showed no like they have
2: like they have like continents and shit when they put like there is like a moment where they put up like a map
0: on our map to see how like they would look um i mean the only like the only guess I can make is that it's, it's parallel to ours and every, like, I'm fucking it looked completely different. <laughs> it like, looked completely right different. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a bunch of tiny continents or a smaller
2: continent. Um,
1: overlapped with certain borders.
2: Yeah. Um, and then like, I think you're referring to the thing that just looked like, Oh, and these are vines. They come from maybe vines. Maybe that's apparently. maybe that's what <laughs> yeah. I was thinking.
0: About. No, I was
1: talking about the one where he moved the magnifying glass yeah. where they were and then turned a dial. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, so
1: we're the C
0: So we now have another fucking dimension or plane of existence in the Marvel cinematic universe. We have the Noor dimension, which I'll be very honest, uh, I don't want more I don't want no Noor. Um, no. Not I don't either. I'm I'm good. Like we're already gonna go into it when we get to when we get to the fucking I'm I actually really looking forward to Quantum Mania, I'll be very honest with you, but that's that's a whole another fucking can. I mean, the shit we've um, talked about with just the Quantum Realm alone, god knows I'm going to have a fucking million questions in February when I see that. But um I don't see this being a thing after after No,
2: show. I think it's a one and done. I don't think there's much left to explore. In terms of that, it was more to get like an idea of where her power or like her who she is or where she comes from
0: yeah and which which i'm all in favor of especially since they're going such a different route with her power origins and so, so i'm like okay like fine we can we can, we can deal with this for, for for one for one series um we had the run around uh the intense chase scene which was kind of comical for no other reason than the fact that she has like love interest number three now hanging around um uh, I got really tired of the chase scenes.
2: The action scenes in this show ne- don't do anything for me at all. I agree. To be honest, like they're, they're just like copy and paste running through corridors, jumping fucking. It's like, okay, yeah. I've seen I've seen it like four times and we're three episodes, four episodes in,
0: but I will, I will stand by it has probably one of the best endings of the, of this episode where she, the way they stab the bangle and she's all of a sudden in the partition of India. Like that was I, I, good. Yeah.
2: It doesn't make any fucking sense, but I'm with not. you.
0: Well, I mean, at the, it's, it's supposed to be a cliffhanger. Of course it's not supposed to make any sense. What the fuck? No,
2: like, I mean, the idea of, like, going back in time. <sighs> There's nothing in her powers, in her power spool that would make that happen. Time travel's a
0: bitch in Marvel. Haven't we already but at least, uh, but, already at least like, but at least, like,
2: but at least, like, they tried to say like we're attempting tra- time travel, or I have a t- time stone. I have a bangle that makes me have crystal hands, and <laughs> travel back in time. <laughs> it's like, okay, crystal fingers. I guess, and it's not—it's not a vision. A she p- actually fucking goes back in time. Uh, well, so I was about to say
0: it's, it's more—it's again, I think, more of a a plot device more than anything else. You gotta—you gotta fucking try i'm not defending them. Some i'm just telling way. you what i think they're, what they're what no their like i mean it like this,
2: this this is like it, the frustration with this show for me that was like hey it's a, i like the idea of it happening yeah but getting there you might want to fucking hire someone with a brain to write that well, and so how I you get
0: there supposedly <laughs> yeah. supposedly uh kevin feige does have somebody whose goal and entire purpose is to just keep the continuity of the mcu which i mean at this fucking point I, I you need a team
2: Oh, they probably do have a team more than a person they uh, can almost guarantee probably. that but
0: with that being said there's there's only so many teams,
2: <laughs> well there's only so many things you can make sense of right i mean she had like a dagger that was like imbued with some sort of fucking time shit Uh
0: huh. anything Behold, man the time dagger what happens well, stab and find out uh, speaking of which Episode 5 Time and oh. again Oh what, what was that Nothing
2: You just frozen time for me Oh
0: uh, episode 5 time and again uh, in India 1942 Aisha takes refuge in a village where Hassan an Indian independence independence activist offers her food and shelter they fall in love and have a child Sana five years later in 1947 Aisha's former friend Najma finds Aisha and orders her to retrieve the uh, the latter's bangle Aisha leaves it with Sana and attempts to flee the new nation of Pakistan with her family during the partition of India but Naj- Najma finds and stabs her. There's the time dagger. Uh, Hassan and Sana are separated in the chaos. Aisha's great granddaughter, Kamala Khan, appears from 2025. Yes, that's right, she's in tw- from twenty twenty-five, uh, and is able to interact with Aisha, who asks her to guide Sana before dying. Conjuring a projection of stars to lead Sana to her father. Khan realizes she was the one destined to reunite them. Returning to the present, she finds that Najma's strike had uh, opened the veil of the Noor Dimension, which separates it from Earth, but it vaporizes anyone who interacts with it. And Ain't that just the worst? Uh, Najma transfers her powers to her son Kamran before sacrificing herself to close the veil. An older Sana uh, and her daughter N- Munib- Muniba find Kamala and the latter accepts her daughter's powers. Meanwhile, Kamran seeks refuge with Khan's best friend, Bruno, but after being attacked by the DODC drone, Comron destroys it, but the ensuing explosion obliterates the store below them. Okay. So... History lesson. I actually don't... I actually really like the... Time travel aside... Um... The I,
1: flashback and setting up the Bengals origins in that
0: way. I actually really liked it. I don't give a shit. I, I thought Me it was too. kind of, I thought it was like kind the,
2: of... the whole uh, partition storyline with uh, Aisha and Hassan, I think his name was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that whole storyline is actually like, the thing is I like it. It does take a, like it does take a chunk of time out of the story, which is kind of why I think with how much they have going on in this show, this is – like, they don't they, – they keep fucking giving the shows that don't need nine episodes nine episodes and the shows that need more six episodes. I don't know why. You're just going to get more – They keep doing uh... <laughs> – It's so frustrating that they, do, they don't – they try to cram everything down when they have a lot to tell. And when they have nothing to say, they go forever. Like, it makes no fucking sense. But um I did like the uh, the storyline of those two and about the bangle. I guess some credence. Um the only the other thing I I guess like Yeah, I know you said like she transfers her power powers to Cameron. She didn't have those fucking powers. Hmm. She couldn't create fucking crystals everywhere. <laughs>
0: It, it's a vague like we're not we didn't tell you about this so we can do this now whoosh like that that it, it just that, that, that kind part was yeah that part I rolled I'm not gonna lie about but yeah but, but even this is to get to something
2: that happens later on even, it just even
0: even taking into consideration the th- the the concept and thought of time travel or her interacting with her grandmother and all that all that she, like without even besides that the whole concept of of the going back in time and and the bangles history and all that and and uh, Kamala Khan's interaction and, and, you know, she was the one that helped her, her you know, get her grandmother get out of the, I, I actually really enjoyed that entire part of it. To be very honest.
2: I enjoyed the, sorry, Heather, oh, you go.
0: No,
1: Go ahead. You finish your thought. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I enjoyed the part prior more, the visuals, uh, of the, the partition era, especially when like they ran away in the night and they were burning some of the crops. And it's like, for the most part, a lot of it just looked like actual extras marvel not CGIing everything to the nth degree i was like can i kind of give props to this and like the whole scene of the train and all the people um i'm sure some of it was cgi but i couldn't see it so i will give them credit for that too um a lot of extras used in those scenes i didn't mind the fact that it was kamala that did it it was just kind of like I guess. At this point, if you're going to go back in time, it's going to have to be her. And I uh, it, that, her, it
0: tied her into the plot or into the story a little yeah. bit. Which, I, it, I didn't see any harm in it, basically. And by the <laughs> no, way, no for, I agree with that. For those either. who don't know what the partition is that we're referring to, uh, the partition of India is essentially, long story short, TLDR, uh, India's attempt at independence from the British rule or the UK rule. Uh, and the, which,
2: the British did nothing to help them at <laughs> any way after ruling them for well, a very long were, time.
0: Which, which which, by the way, and uh, sorry, I didn't mean, to cut you, I, but which, by the way, I really enjoyed the beginning of this episode showcasing the, for lack of a better, the, phrase, in, the
2: infighting. Really, in, is yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. But sorry. Because uh...
1: honestly, at the end, at the end of it, this episode should have happened a little. The flashback part of it should have happened a little earlier. Oh my god. Okay. You okay. <laughs> use? We've got three of her pacifiers in her hands. <laughs> um so it's it should that part of it should have happened sooner Yeah. in the show to give you more explanation about not just the great grandmother, but also why the bangle was so important. <laughs> and more backstory to this Najima and why she is such a crooked bitch. You done?
2: I mean she looks like William Defoe. Come on.
1: She does. Like
2: I couldn't stop seeing it after a while.
1: I, she's a cross between fucking Willem Dafoe and the woman who played Christian in The Expanse. That's some yes.
0: You got there, your
1: spider sense.
0: So, Norman's on sabbatical. Um, sorry, I loved his. Name.
1: I, I I really did enjoy this episode up to the point of her going to her grandmother, her great grandmother, and saying, "No, you need to survive." It was like, "No, you know she dies." You already know that this fucking happens,
2: and also, like, I mean, fucking, they show this outward angle of like how many people there. She finds everybody like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I mean these these are these are nitpicks.
0: Um, so, but, but I, I am I am there with you. It's like, oh man, um, Najma transfer her her power to come like, which I'm just like. Like a world away. I actually, to be honest with you, I would have preferred a situation where like.
2: She had a bangle
0: or something. Well, no, or something. The effect of like she died and either his grief pushed him to to have his powers discovered or because she passed away. Not like
2: especially because of how this show ends that would make a thousand percent sense Listen. or like maybe don't don't show it there when she he's like my mom's dead isn't she boom done give it to him
0: yep do like an explosion scene where he gets mad and just fucking like the i, I said pay phone it's fucking 2025 in the mcu bear with me yeah uh, you get the idea um well, fuck yeah fucking bruno can just make a phone out of fucking you know, toilet paper and toothpicks at this point so um the ending fucking cracked me up. I, I don't know about you guys, but I just, I, I fucking died laughing because it's like, okay, there's a DOC drone, which again, they fucking, they're just useless. But I just love how like, Kamran destroys it, but the ensuing explosion destroys the store after
2: me. <laughs> Man, this guy can catch no breaks.
1: And the only thing Bruno can say after that you have powers too? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, right. Like it's like not like oh, you know, fucking. Uh, well, I guess my <laughs> life is over. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, I, know, I just I just thought that was something. But but um, I yeah, I, I think episode five was my favorite out of the entire series.
1: I at the beginning of this, if they ended it here, this would have been a good season finale. But what about the store? The marvels. <laughs>
2: I don't know. No. I mean, episode five was. I felt like this show, as it went on for me, had more diminishing returns. Uh, it, uh, there's there's bright spots in episode five, but there's also spots that I was like, I was kind of waiting for her mom to find out, and then she just it just happens, and it's like, gives oh, a fuck. We'll we'll, we'll get
0: there <laughs> because there, there's 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 a part. And of They really,
2: episode. they really pulled the rug out.
0: So, so with that being said, episode six is known as No Normal. So while Bruno— I'll be Right
2: back. You guys continue.
0: Okay. Yeah. While Bruno and Kamran are on the run, D.O.D.C. Uh, DOC agent Sadie Deaver orders uh, the lockdown of Jersey City and wants to find Kamran alive. Meanwhile, Kamala Khan's family are accepting and supportive of her new powers. I am definitely going to be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, Nakia f- informs uh, Kamala Khan of the situation, whereupon Khan puts together her disguise with a gift from her mother, Muniba, and the Red Daggers member, Kareem's cloth. Upon finding Bruno and Kamran, Khan asks Kareem for help. Kareem tells her to get Kamran to the docks uh, by midnight so his Red Dagger contacts can sneak him out of the country. They also get support from Nakia, Khan's brother, Anir, and Zoe Zimmer and devise a plan to stall the DODC agents. Although fellow mm. DODC agent P. Clear, tells him to retreat. Deaver ignores the order and has the high school stormed where Khan and her friends are hiding. Zoe posts a video on social media in which she begs for help (coughs) prompting the entire community to gather at the school and demand the DOC DODC leaves the teens alone despite the group efforts the DODC manages to arrest everyone except uh, Khan and Kamran who then learns of his mother's death and confronts Deaver when she fires at him Khan protects him using her powers to fight off the agents and allowing Kamran to escape to the docks the community shields Khan from the DODC enabling her to also flee Deaver is discharged by clearly for her disobedience but later Khan uh, becomes a beloved figure in the community and takes the superhero name Miss Marvel though her father Through her father Yusuf, Kamran reaches Pakistan. Where he is taken in by Karim. A week later, while preparing to leave for Caltech, Bruno explains to Khan that he examined the family DNA to see if Amir may also have powers. He reveals his discovery that she is from uh, that she is different from her family and has mutation in her genes. Yeah, exactly. And of course, in the mid-credit scene, we see Kamala Khan and her idol Carol Danvers swap places after the former's bangle emits a differently strange type of glow. Okay. Jesus Christ, where to begin? All right, let's 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 start with the beginning here. Um, uh, the, wh- why does the DODC have the ability to fucking lock down Jersey City? It, it,
1: it, I don't know. It, it's, I really don't know. It makes zero sense in the fact that even the cops of Jersey City are okay.
0: sitting there. Do you have the authorization to do all this? My fucking, I, like, the DODC just sucks all throughout. Like, they are just absolutely terrible. Um, I, I do like, um, I do like when, uh, the, the idea of Kamala Khan's family, like, accepting her and her powers, I actually really like. It's something extremely different because, like, I've said before, and we've said here before about, like, the the typical Disney drope of, of this show, I actually really like the idea of, um, of you know the family knows the secret they're in on the secret they, they understand what's going on in their powers and stuff um. but I did love how like they like they knew without like <laughs> what powers we fucking knew dude like they cut the shit like, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry man I mean, we just tried um, but it just it just it brings it more like down to earth and and just something about that was very it's different we don't really see any superheroes it's usually they're keeping their secret from their parents or keeping the secret from their family or their loved ones so I kind of liked that it went in that direction for, for that part. Um, I also did like that uh, that Kareem came back because, yeah, of course you're going to use him because he's part of the Red Daggers because he's the only other fucking human on the planet who probably understands what the hell Kamra right, right. So and and they have you know the Red Dagger Society which is able to help him and so cool. Okay, that's a that's a bit of a cop out. Fine. Um, the whole high school thing though. Mm. I felt like I was watching Home Alone.
1: That, thank you. Oh my fucking god! Yes.
0: <laughs> that that's I
1: mean, just the, just having having it end up being, wait, I mean, not even Home Alone. Fucking Home Spy Alone Three.
0: Kids. It's Home Alone Three, which is the <laughs> one of the worst ones.
1: Yeah, it's fucking the Neighborhood Spy Kids cartoon. It starts out with just Bruno, Kamala, and Cameron, and then it morphs into Nakia. And then it's Zoe. Amir. And then they're talking over the plan. And then there's the older brother. It's like, the fuck? I mean, fuck it.
0: I, I, it, it. What was the. um, What the fuck? What movie was it? I think it was the Jimmy Neutron movie where they're like, we're the kids in America. Whoa. We're the kids. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it fucking felt like in this part.
1: Exactly what it was. I mean, and she's going over this plan. And they're like, so we're going to beat the department of. With, with with softballs? Yep. No, we're going to distract them. Our real plan is Zoe. <laughs> and they just leave it there. It's like... So, some are
0: some fucking of, serious? Some of the plan was kind of clever, but not not not, not the whole thing.
1: It was so convoluted. <clears throat> it's like, we have to go over here to this part of the school, we have to go over here to this part of the school. Meanwhile, they're talking all of over <sighs> with the DODCC standing outside the door.
0: Yeah, it it just. But yeah, it it fucking felt like Home Alone. (laughs) That's.
1: Can can Marvel please stop with the baseball hats?
0: What's wrong with baseball hats? they are not a disguise. Yeah, they are. They disguise Captain America perfectly in broad daylight. I don't even know who
2: this guy is.
0: So, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how much you heard, Basement. We were talking about the. the I heard all of it. And I
2: agree with 99% of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, uh, the whole plan was so fucking... It's Home Alone. It's Home Alone 3. Yeah, but, like, this this is, like, this is the end result of the DOD being... This is why I was kind of, like, pissed off. Oh, they have sound guns or whatever. It's so that they can be beat by softballs. And, and it's just kids
0: like How bad Like
2: how bad And unthreatening Of a villain force are they When they get thwarted by five Fucking kids
0: I, I really hope I don't see The DODC after this Or if they do their cleanup crew I, I, I don't, Give me fucking sword what I am fine here? with sword at this point
1: we are going to see them again. They made them this big of a focus for this show. We are going to see them again. It may not be in a movie. It may be in another series.
2: I, I, fucking, I hated the whole, like... The, the, the last episode, in my opinion, is probably one of the... It, it's up there with... It's probably the worst, I think. Up there with number three.
1: This is why I'm saying the episode before this should have been the fucking season finale. They didn't need this shit.
2: Well, they have to go they have to go <clears> big, <throat> right? Like but the, it's they like they
0: shouldn't. It's like they for wrapped this, up everything in the wrong order.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know the I mean? things that were more interesting got blown out in a couple episodes. Yeah. Realistically. And like this stupid ass fucking garbage fest was strung along for way too long.
0: Uh Kareem going crazy after learning his mom's dead again should have happened an episode ago or the beginning of this is it just right Cameron, Cameron, Cameron really. Cameron, <laughs> come on Kareem Kareem is <laughs> keep track, goddammit. Um <laughs> I I
2: hated his character at this point. I was like, okay. Now he's not like at first I just don't understand. His mom like abandoned him. And he was like, no, she's surely she's coming back for me. I mean, if her character was completely different the whole time that he wasn't here for the first 17 years of his life, then that. yes, I accept him being that way. Yeah. But there's no way we've seen her. And also, why don't they... they I guess they don't mm-hmm. age? I don't understand what's going on with the... You know what? The...
1: It was explained in episode three. Oh, uh, yeah. they, they... is very, very slowed down.
2: So oh, she's yeah. going to look sixteen years old for the rest of her life.
0: Because she's kids one in of them. America. Whoa.
2: Um they should've the should fucking Tom Holland's a gin.
0: B- Basement. what do you think of the idea of the family knowing about Kamala Khan's powers?
2: I hated the way they did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where they like Because
2: there's so much like background noises like, oh I'd be ashamed to be her parent or whatever. Like they see all these fucking things that work kind of, like every character is different. From the first couple episodes to the last couple. Yep. Except for like the dad. Every other character fucking changes completely, radically.
0: I, I mean. How
1: I would... dramatically considering the brother was the, the same kind of guy all the way through?
0: Yeah, but like I mean, I'm sorry. I, I love like I love the more dad. traditional. Dad's my favorite parent. Yeah. I don't give a uh, shit.
2: Dad is probably my, ta- the dad is one of my favorite characters in the show. Yeah, and yeah, he's like a dope, but he's like Well, he's like I a can relate. Yeah, but he he's not like his character at least is true from episode one to episode six.
0: He rocked that Hulk outfit. I don't give a shit what anybody says, Um <laughs> but but anyway, um so, uh Kamran reaches Pakistan where he's taken in by Kareem. Uh, Bruno's gone. He's he's leaving for Caltech, although... Oh, I hated the fight scene. I didn't even talk about that. I'm not talking about it because I hated it too.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, what fight scene? The- it wasn't even yeah. a fight scene. It was like, what, like oh. he blocked shit?
2: First of all, he's there with like only his hands being crystallized, and they unload like 50 people, just shoot guns and sonic booms at him. Somehow mm-hmm. he's not hit at all yep. with any of it. She shows up in front of him and she can stop everything you known to mankind. And then the fight ensues between the two and, and the fucking agents and then everyone runs in and their arms across the world or whatever. And I, I, I just hated everything.
1: And again, I, I question the time gap because she sits there, she gets hit by this fucking sound machine and she's on her hands and knees looking at him hoping he can, he's going to get up at some point and she just sits there and goes... Biggin. Yeah. It's, she knows the fucking words yeah. to make the fucking bangle work now?
2: What the fuck? Uh, that was really fucking stupid. Her. Also, like, she could have easily killed so many people. And she, are you guys okay? And In Marvel fashion.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're fine. Um, I just crushed your entire car and threw it 20 feet. You guys okay? So I understand that Embiggin is her word in the comic and everything, and, and it's part fine. It's also my word. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I don't like the word at all. I don't no. like the word for a 16-year-old no. high school student to uh, say. Uh, I,
2: I, first of all, I don't think she should say anything. She hasn't said anything for any of her other fucking moves. It,
0: it, <laughs> I just don't like What is she, a happening? fucking anime character? Kind of. I mean, shit. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, um, but with Bruno leaving, she mentions about how Kamala has a mutation. So this is the first time in the MCU since the Fox acquisition, uh, that they have mentioned the word or anything close to the word mutant in the MCU, which leads a lot of and, people to presume
1: streaming at my TV. Just give me my fucking X-Men already. <laughs>
0: Which which leads people to believe that Kamala, I mean Kamala Kamala is technically as far as introductions go so far is the first mutant in the MCU. That being said, I haven't seen Black Panther yet <clears throat> because in the comics Namor is technically the first mutant on Earth. But we'll see how they, they portray that in Black Panther.
1: I what i seeing from the fucking trailers it's him and then the fucking creatures from Avatar.
2: Yep, basically. What so, what I hope is happening in this and I'm probably completely wrong. They keep talking about like, oh, this world mirrors this world and um, I'm hoping that it's kind of like a fusion event of two worlds, two dimensions basically colliding. Mm-hmm. That like have kind of like almost like a radiation poisoning to like DNA. To make people mute, me. Otherwise, what? It's just it's naturally occurring. <laughs> so fuck
0: it. We might as well like spitball this a little bit here because we're almost done with the, with the with the series anyway. But um, <clears throat> that that is going to be a big question mark here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, as I mentioned before. I think Kevin Feige in the MCU hates the Inhumans. <laughs> I just think they hate them. So, uh, because obviously the, the show was a whopping success, and they killed off fucking Black Bolt in two seconds. So with them going up... Everybody
2: in two seconds. I mean,
0: Wanda, Black Bolt can destroy you with just a single uh, breath from his mouth. What mouth? Spaghetti, <laughs> Spaghetti... <laughs> But but uh, yeah, it's it's they're They're clearly not going to be referencing the humans that much anymore or or barely at all. Um, So they're they're making you know, they're they're alluding that Kamala Khan's the first mutant. Totally fine with that. And I think that they're they're obviously starting to plant seeds for X-Men and and mutations in the MCU, which, again, I'm all in favor for because I I think we've talked about this very briefly before. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about this another stream later about like predictions and stuff and for like future Marvel stuff. That's gonna be your next arc is <clears throat> is gonna be the X-Men the Mutant. There's no there's no fucking way at this point you're gonna do anything bigger than that. And um I am optimistically scared of how they handle <laughs> this, you know. Um I think some things they're gonna knock out of the park and they're gonna do a great job with it. Others gonna have to wait and see. Oh. <laughs> I'm
1: worried because of the fact that they have waited so long that people are going to be sitting there. Where was this during Thanos? We all know they existed before Thanos.
0: Yep. W- I mean, the very easy explanation for that is. Different universe. Secret wars,
1: yeah.
0: Ba- basement, did we lose you?
2: I was going to say. That there's no way they're going to be able to pull it off to make sense. Uh, in all honesty, because if they're going to do the the future is X Men, which means past 2025, and they're going to be introduced, and the the earliest thing that we're seeing now is a uh, 2025 Kamala Khan becoming one of the earlier mutants. Yep. You can't do half of what fucking X Men was. No. Did we, Already, Did we talk about this yeah, with we, Magneto? Yes, we yeah, talked about this, yeah. but there's so much that happens in the past that's required. That being said, you'd have to set up things that kind of mirror the past to do it for the future. But I feel very strongly that the Marvel Cinematic Universe wants to stick as close to our timeline as possible for their core shit. Mm-hmm. Not like oh, seven hundred years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how yeah. how are you gonna relate it, right? You right. know.
0: <clears throat> I mean, you're... so it'll
2: be interesting to see how they do that. I don't think they're gonna go back to fucking Nazi occupied Germany, because how how where will that fit? Uh, yeah, yeah. And how?
0: Which sucks because unless like it's that... a different,
2: Unless if it's it's a different fucking dimension.
0: Yeah, which I mean, mean, at this point they've they've opened up Pandora's box, which which creatively they can do whatever the fuck they want in terms of you know different timeline, different dimension. I mean, shit, fucking, we were just saying about the nor dimension. How many like there are now? What we got? We got the quantum realm. We've got the nor dimension. We've got the dark dimension. We've got every we've got the ancestral plane. We've got the um, the fucking the the boat. From Moon Knight that takes you to the afterlife. yeah. Yeah, so, like, take your fucking... And and when we get get to it, spoilers, Valhalla's a thing. So, like, there's, like, how many fucking planes of existence? (laughs) Jesus Christ. And I'm not even talking... Anything they can think of, including the ones that they're going to make up. And I'm not even talking, like... I'm not even talking different timelines. I'm talking different dimensions in the same universe.
2: Uh, in, in all honesty, I'd rather have the X-Men be a different dimension. Mm-hmm. And we can go back in time in that dimension to be whatever. Well, to, to mirror ours, you know? And then you can have them in 2025 or 2030, you can have them then connect with each other since interdimensional travel is becoming all the rage.
0: Well, they've clearly established that the other universes are exist at the very least coexist with, um, with Spider-Man. Cause we obviously yes. got the other, you know, the other, uh, but, um, and the only thing I'll just say here, cause I don't go down too far in this rabbit hole. Someone did say that a, they thought would be a great thing is if the catalyst for bringing in the X-Men from, let's say a different timeline or different dimension, uh, would be the fantastic four that Reed Richards somehow figures something out where, pulls them over or or someone over at this point in time and then builds from there or or at least is like the the catalyst point for that but um we'll we'll talk about that another another marvel time because that's god knows we can go down the fucking that rabbit hole quickly the last thing i was just going to mention of course is that wonderful mid-credit scene which eh
2: it's terrible it
1: wasn't needed at all
2: it's terrible. I, it's setting up, I guess, the, the uh, Marvel's Marvel movie. Yeah. But like, do you, in my honest opinion, you take away a character that I actually kind of like and replace, show me a character I don't want to
0: see. Yeah, it's not. Oh no, 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 no. So they they did reveal at Comic Con that the plot of the Marvels is the fact that her, that Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, and Photon, who we saw from uh, WandaVision, Vision, uh, all switch. Places randomly and they have to Come together to figure out what the fuck is going What the fuck is going on um, Which I,
2: I I have That, movie that sounds so quite,
0: lazy right It's such an oh. uphill
2: battle For that movie in my honest opinion You're going to have to like, come across like First of all they have to fucking Get over the hump of them being like brand new Introduced superheroes And I guess it's like Girl Avengers kind of thing
1: Essentially, yeah. that's what it's going to be. I mean, this is essentially going it is the sequel to Captain Marvel because of the fact that Carol Danvers is now going to be meeting the meeting up with the daughter of her best friend.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> what about the parents? What happened to you? Which I, I will, I will, <laughs> I, I, I I will admit was clever foreshadowing that they gave in WandaVision with like her, like you could tell there was a little bit of like. Animosity there, or some 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 sort of, I'm not the biggest fan of 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 Captain Marvel. Um, whether it could be like you let my mom die, or you weren't there for. So I mean, I, I give him at least that credit for like let's let's plant this emotion over here that we'll revisit. Maybe hopefully, fucking, I swear to God, uh, that they, they revisit Miss Marvel. But uh, in the Marvels, I mean, it just seems like a throw a couple ingredients
2: in the pot together and see what happens. Yeah, basically, there's no like. We've established characters. We're at the base of them. Throw, this is what DC did and failed, big time. Yep.
0: You know, so don't do that. Hey, it's in good, DC's in good hands now. DC is in good hands now. But aside from you know, that, that was Miss Marvel. So um, that happened. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start with Heather first. Heather, your overall thoughts about Miss Marvel, pros cons, and what would you rate it out of ten?
1: S- as I said from the start, I mean, I really liked that it didn't stick with that bubbly high school kind of thing, where it Damn actually Christ. put her in that position with her family, where she had this secret that she couldn't tell them what it was at first because she doesn't, she didn't know how they were going to react to it, and make her more mature that way, right? While still letting her be a kid and reminding everybody that she is just a kid at the same time. Yep, I liked that. But the fucking. The main bad guy of this fucking series dies before the fucking season finale, and it's because she just walked into the fucking clit of the universe.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'll do it to you.
1: (laughs) I I just. I went into this knowing I wasn't going to fully like it because it is a teeny bopper show, and it is for teenage girls. And. It made me warm up to it just for me to be like, you fucking ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the I mean, Cameron and Kamala would have been a good story to go with, considering that they now both at the end had this
2: power. Oh, mysteriously. Aren't they like related?
0: No. No. Do we know they're not? No, they 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 established that they're that that Aisha and yeah right. Na, Najma, Najma are friends. They're from the same dimension. Uh, they're some, they're from and the they they're, they're, right. They're, oh. they're the same.
1: They're more exiled from yes, that dimension. They're they're the same. Uh,
0: um, <laughs> they're the, they're both jinns, but they're not they're not related. No. Other, no, no, no. <laughs> otherwise, Miss Marvel. <laughs> 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 That's kind of what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs>
1: Well, she became, she also came up with that lie of him being her cousin because of, she didn't want her, her brother, brother to free. Yeah. Her. So I just
2: I just felt like I when they first showed uh Willem, Willem Dafoe, Defoe, I was
0: like, oh my god, she's her that's cousin. That's <laughs> some neat trick you got there, kid. Miss Marvel. Uh, Najma, Najma's on sabbatical, honey. <laughs> yeah. But
1: that's kind of where I, where I thought it was gonna go with the transfer into that energy. I thought that was actually going to be like Najima trying to poke her head through in her son somehow and still try to get back to the dimension she came from. But um, at the end of the day this is another middle of the road but slightly higher series from Disney Plus despite the downfalls of some of the episodes. So I'll stick with a five and a half six for it. Okay.
0: Basement hey i'm gonna say
2: like 50 of the show was good if we need the fun and it's not hey. all hey but it's not all like all together there's like <laughs> yeah, things i, I can I, pick out yeah, yeah yeah that were that were good that i really like and things that i absolutely did not um i have to give the show credit for not going down the uh the rabbit hole of I'm gonna say like I guess I and identity politics is not it, but like you know like the low hanging fruit y- yeah, of what the yeah. what the media loves, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I have to give them credit for that, and I do like the portrayal of the culture that they're looking at. I think they treat it very well. Um. And for its age group, it's probably very well intriguing enough. I don't think it's really good. I don't even if I ask like a fucking fourteen year old uh a pakistani girl she probably wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. right but you know it, it is still like very passable i did like the color scheme i like what they did with a lot it had some good themes in it um but it had so many missteps i uh, <laughs> the acting was good and i had like i well to the mo- for the most part i hated the fucking <laughs> villains
0: like, yeah, the villain's yeah, acting the, was the
2: – it's not the were... acting, it's the writing. The writing was so poor for the villains. i um, will probably, I'll probably land with, uh, with Heather. Go? That's sick. I'll give it a six. It's definitely not for me. I mean, if I was watching this and rating it on my own scale, not in terms of what Marvel did and what yeah. this is for, I would probably be like, I wouldn't watch it. So, <laughs> But,
0: you know. I I uh I go a tad higher. I go about six point five, and then again, <clears throat> the reason being is because I went in there with relatively lower expectations. I, I did mean, I did too though. I I I, I think there was,
1: I was fully expecting to hate it.
0: I I did too, to be very honest <laughs> with you. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, the biggest problem I really had. I mean, writing's always going to be a we're gonna that's what we do on the show. We nitpick we nitpick everything. Really, the biggest. This was. How do I say this the right way? This was a good first draft at a good Marvel show. Like that's the best way I can describe it. Is like this is if this was their fir- if this was the first show that Marvel came out with Disney Plus. I wouldn't hate it either. I'd be like, all oh, right, this is this is a good. Like we're gonna make this better now, right? I I know we're not sure. going to. But we but but the point is is that I was optimistic about like uh <clears throat> that you know this is not. It's not a it's not a bad show in my opinion. Is there stuff that's not that great about it? Yes. The biggest thing I do agree with Basement is the antagonists. I think that the uh, clandestines and the um, the the DODC is just fucking so just. Mm. And there's a little bit of missteps here and there as far as uh, like a little bit of the pacing and and where they want things to flow. But overall, it's still a pretty enjoyable ride. I I you know, again, fat ass white straight male here, not knowing much about uh, the Pakistani culture, uh, they they introduced things or they they opened up people to this culture in a way that yes, they were very careful and they tiptoed for sure. It's haha, we gotta make sure. But um still still enjoyed it. I, I think that like the only thing I can really say that was besides the antagonist that was a little bit of uh a disappointment was the climax because at the end it was just, again, DODC storming the high school. Like that's your, like, I get It's a Disney plus show and the stakes are supposed to be lower, but like that's low. Like
2: it's a combination of low and high. I'm okay with low, but I'm not okay with fucking army.
0: Well, that's what, that's what I, you're right. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to go low, stay low. It's like, yeah. Hey, oh, by the way, Kamala, there's a nuke targeted for the school. What the fuck? Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's it, it, it just it just felt the the ending the ending climax felt off putting. It it felt very like yeah, it just it just felt all over the place. But 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 that kind of goes hand in hand with like I said with the antagonist that we talked about before. But I, I give it like a six point five just because I again was going into this, especially with the trailers. Like this is fucking Lizzie McGuire and Marvel, and it like really exceeded my expectations. Again, not the best by any stretch of the imagination, but um, definitely, definitely not the worst. We'll get there. Um, that being said, I think we're good on Miss Marvel. You, any other last-minute uh, tidbits from uh, Heather or Basement here? I,
2: again, I'm surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did to finish it. I had a it. feeling you guys I, would. I, I wasn't like... I finished it to do this.
0: <laughs> let me just be clear let me just be yeah. clear
2: right like it's not something i probably would have continued with but i can yeah. see the intrigue to it and um I, I can't hate on it because it's better made than like the stuff that's supposed to be for me mm. that falls short i can hate on <laughs> dr strange and the multiverse of madness comes to mind mm-hmm. where this is like hey if it's not for me and i can watch it that's a win
0: Right. And, and so, I mean, uh, obviously I'm, I'm fuck, I'm going to see black Panther in, in three days. So I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be, I have heard it's going to be good, but, but, uh, I, I get where you're coming at from where it's like, Oh yeah. Like going into the idea of like, Oh, this is Marvel can do some things that are good that are, aren't in my like scope of in, like immediate interest. Like I, I get where you're coming from. Um, With that being said, that's going to wrap up here for the Marvel Roundtable for this installment. I want to thank once again the wonderful Tattooed Mama herself, Heather, and of course, Canadian Basement for joining me here this evening and for all you cool cats and kittens who joined us here for the Marvel Roundtable. Um, Let us know your thoughts about Miss Marvel and make sure again you subscribe to the YouTube channel, download us on your favorite podcasting platforms wherever you listen to us from. Check us out on all the other cool stuff we've done, the weekly gaming stuff, of course, the no bucks given, HGGM mode, and so much more. With that being said, we're going to wrap up this edition, but next time here on the Marvel Roundtable, we take a look at, for the first time ever, the fourth installment of a movie uh, franchise or a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we take to the skies and see what has been going on with the God of Thunder and, well, Gore the God Butcher, Jane Foster returning, and so much more craziness, and I do mean the word craziness, as we explore Thor Love and Thunder.